I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hello, welcome to Full Time Reds. It's me, Chris Brack, and Kev O'Sullivan. We're more than happy. One, Liverpool win. We keep we keep ourselves in in the title hunts, and we just keep going, mate. And uh, Kev, have you stopped flapping now? Nope, I'm I'm buzzing <laughs> now. I am absolutely. Who needs Red Bull? I am absolutely on one there. What a win that was! What a game! That was just yeah. into win, man. That was just a cracking game of football. Oh, I am buzzing on the back of that. I mean, on a scale of one to ten, you guys in the chat, you tell me how your nerves are going into the last 20 minutes of that when you started seeing Danny Ings making those runs. I was proper squeaky bum time, I tell you. I was bricking it. I just thought, what a game. What a game. I tell you, though, you you do find out who the doom mongers are uh, at times, don't you? Jesus Christ. So many many were um, predicting the death of this team, which they've been predicting most of the bloody season. So, you know. Um, I mean, we were chatting all all through that game, and I tell you what, that was the most in it game that I've watched from us. Interwind, all action, aggression. It was, it was proper football. I really thoroughly enjoyed that. Yeah, Luke O'Shea, mate. I'm with you, mate. Touching cloth. (laughs) It was one of those. Yeah, Pat uh, Flannery saying that John Moss is shite. He is, isn't he? He was shite. I'm glad to he, he was, was shite equally shite. He was shite, and I think a lot of it went our way. Yeah, <laughs> he was, was equally shite. Yeah, it was shite for both of, for both sides. But yeah, we got away with a fair bit in that. But as Dora I call him, his nickname Dora is Chip, there, his, nick, his nickname is Chippy Tits because he just looks like a fat fella running for the running for the chippy. I right. would know. Less I about fat fellas, the better. All right. Yeah, but the difference is, Kev, me and you aren't getting paid ninety grand a week <laughs> to run around refereeing a game. He is. Good. He's yeah, fucking you, you terrible. Get, yeah, you got a point there. In yeah. other news, Joel Matip now is equal to Jack Grealish in Premier League goals this season and cost one hundred million pounds less. Top man is our Joel Matip. Yeah. So, so let's start from the beginning then. Lineups. What did you think? <sighs> five, five changes. We had Ali in goal, Trent, Matip came in for Canati. No real surprise there. Yeah. Uh, Van Dijk, Simicast at left back, and Robbo not even in the squad. So I would yeah. say it, it was just a rest. Yeah. Fab, Fab at the DM with Jones and Keiter. So give Henderson and Thiago rest. And then up front, we had Diaz on the right, Manny through the middle, and Jota on the left. So Salah came. So Salah, Salah got a breather as well. So you like, it was a. So I looked at it, I was all right with it, thinking you rightly called it saying it's just a midfield balance. Will it be too exposed? Yeah, and we the first three minutes we probably saw that a little bit too. I was probably uh, Villa to the credit came out and hit us hard. Yeah, I, I listen, I looked at that Villa side that 4 3 1 2 with Coutinho on the free roll. I think that's their strongest 11 for me. Um, and Gerard in his pre-match uh, interview said that he'd rested Coutinho for this game. And if you're 
one of those people, and I am, you know, I've got a real thing about players going back to their old clubs and doing something. We've seen it enough over the years where, you know, we've signed players, they go back to their old club and they do, they score again, the assist, they play out of their skin. So I can understand the reasoning behind that. But yeah, they, Villa came right at us, right from the off. I mean, the starting 11, I looked at it and I thought there's a risk there. But it's totally understandable because they're not machines and you, can't they, have, you have to rest, you have to rotate. And we've rotated them all the way through. So it's it was the right call. You know, and I absolutely trust Klopp in his selections. I, honestly, I thought Curtis Jones looked sharp in the minutes that he had before the... Um, before, before I think he made a sub-appearance there not long ago and he looked okay. Dan Bailey asking there, any believe we didn't rest Fabinho? No. I, yeah, there's, I, I think what Dan's saying, I think a lot of people are saying, well, that's... For being injured, come because we never rest him. Well, he didn't play against it's, Newcastle. He rested against Newcastle, yeah. and he's been took off quite a lot in five sub games. In five sub games, he quite often gets took off for the last yeah, twenty-five think, minutes. That's how you rest him. It's one of yeah. them. It happens. Look, I mean, it's it is. We we said it in the game, and it's like it's you're going to get muscle injuries at this end of the season, irrespective, no matter what you do. And you, with the best will in the world, none of us are Mystic Meg, and we can't. See yeah. the future. I don't believe in hindsight and what about a race. So I mean Kevin no. Kevin Boulder, surely resting Fabinho should have been the priority tonight. Hopefully but, the injury isn't too bad. I completely disagree because the three points was the priority tonight. And yeah. Fabinho in the six, if you're not gonna play Henderson and you are gonna play Curtis, you need your best six. He is our best six. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those. You're damned if you do and damned if you don't, because if he doesn't get injured and he sells through the game, you, it's not a talking issue. It's one of those. Patsy, I don't think it was an impact injury. I saw him a replay of him touch grabbing for his hamstring. So yeah. I think, it, I mean, look, it's 18 days to the Champions League final. So you got to hope, hope. You know, you got to I mean? hope he's done it. You gotta hope he's done a Milner, because Milner's done this before, hasn't he? Where he's gone off, you went hamstring go, well, that's Milner done for a few weeks then, and he plays yeah. the next week, and you go, Oh, oh and then when he speaks to tightness and he felt clock, Yeah, when he speaks to clock, he goes, He felt the tightness and he sat down. So he caught it early. So, you know, you hope that. I mean, look, I'll be amazed yeah. if he's even in anywhere near the squad. Which is a blow for the week. Well, it's quick it's sort of a weekend. blow for for him as well. It's a blow know. for him, kids cut fight. It's a blow for us because yeah. he's very, very good. Is what you need in those sort of big games, and God forbid, but it could happen if he goes to penalties again. Let's be honest, all our games with Chelsea have been tight. He's one of our best. He's one of our best penalty takers. Yeah, it, so it is a blow, but it's look, blow. it's catch twenty two, isn't it? That's why you have the squad. So you know, yeah. William Henry saying Hendo Tiago and Nab for for Sat, probably, which still gives yeah, you it, lots of options. You know, so. It's anyway. one of those. I mean, look, I I'd be honest. I thought while Thiago was on the pitch, and I'd be fair, Villa were really good in that opening 15, 15 minutes. Mm. You know, they got the goal, and it was okay. Let's address it at the start. Watkins was offside in the original play. They didn't flag it. The ball got recycled. The cross came in. You had a player falling over. You had. Chaos in the box, ball ends up going in. It's not offside. No, because uh, the annoyance with the rule is, and I get why people get annoyed is, yeah. If Allison lets the Watkins shot go in, which no keeper is yeah. going to, yeah, yes, the offside. But I yeah. think um, I'm trying to find who's the chat from ESPN is really who, who does VAR stuff really. Uh, Dale at Dale ESPN, I think, or at yeah, ESPN Dale. He, he mentioned this, and he and he basically there's a lot of similarities to a goal Liverpool got. Uh, you go, this just so happened to be Naby Keita's goal for Liverpool at Southampton. Lots of similarities at the Villa goal. Salah Salah's offside 30, 39 seconds into it. So what they're saying is, and I think we've had this in the past. Yeah, is, we've had this out before. It was it was too far back in the play. But yeah. ultimately, whether he's on or is off, Matip and Simicast, Matip and Simicast are really poor. Marking him, yeah. If you being hypercritical, Ali saves it, but arguably, should he push it wider? Maybe, but I think that's being hypercritical. I do think yeah, Simicast doesn't see. 
I think Simbacast and Matter Between should deal with it. And it was what you're yeah. like, you were thinking, fucking after the draw, after the draw, which deflated a lot of us. And look, I'll admit, it deflated mm. me. You're like, I could do without this. The reaction was perfect. I think they said one minute and 20 seconds later, bang, 1 1. And it was probably the scruffiest goal we've scored all season. But I think it's what you needed. It was just a decent bowling by Trent. And the one thing Jota does is he just keeps stuff alive. Van Dyke does well, gets it across, and then our fa- our favourite man ever, Joel Matter. I mean, he, he just can't. He's got to love Joel Matter when he scores. I love I love Joel Matter every time. I, I think the first two goals are reflective of the type of game it was. It was scruffy. It was into wind. It was aggressive, and in your face, you know. And we rode our luck at times. They rode their luck at times as well. I mean, at the end of the day, the moot. You know, the goal, it was 1-1. And I thought from about, for from then until when Fabinho went off, Villa were able to get at us. We were too open in midfield. The, the four-man midfield for for Villa created so many overloads around Fabinho that he didn't know whether to stick or twist. Naby and Curtis weren't doing enough defensively to hmm. to hold their shape and they were just swarming around Fabinho he never it's rare you see him look as edgy on the ball as as yeah, he, he was looked, I mean Ali didn't help him like with um with yeah there was a to, few passes that... he, tried to, he tried to pass one straight to Watkins and then two minutes later he gave him a hospital pass with three players mm-hmm. on him you're like oh could have could have done about that now what yeah. we don't know is we we can all do this in hindsight we're not in clubs we're not in clubs team talk is you don't know if a clubs told Naby and Joe's push high to really push them back to to scare Villa off, and he, thank anything. There's there's two side, there's two side, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's two teams on the pitch, and that was our tactic. Theirs was flood the midfield and get it into those pockets for the Coutinho. Yeah, you know their tactics worked early on. As the game wore on, not so much. Uh, I think, so I think the injury happened. The substitution was made, and Henderson brought a bit of order to the chaos. He did actually. And, Villa didn't get a. Because before the injury, Ings had a, had a decent chance, but pretty yeah. wide. Naby Keita, bless him, um, it's a schoolboy swing and a miss, wasn't it? Which is a shame because it's a really good build up. And I'm not, yeah. not digging Naby out because I actually thought Naby played pretty well today. Yeah, he did. He did. He was, you good. know, the, the shocking miss aside, I thought in general he, he actually did did all right for us. But yeah, I did think Henderson when he came on. Um, I agree with you. Brought a bit of order and bits that I think to be honest because he, he's, he's a bit more vocal. I think he bollocked a few of them to. Get tighter with me. Yeah, we we see this out, and then you realise when they sat a bit deeper, that's the best I've seen Lewis Diaz play on the right. Because you and me have both said he's awesome on the left. That's his position. Yeah, that's his position but on the right. I mean, look, you know, Dina tries to live a few things on him, and he got up a bit because the first time he rolled, even like well, he doesn't do this, but at first he does get a whack in the face, you know, proper yeah. arm in the face. You're thinking, right, okay, but he was impacting things. You know, he's looking not to get probably more than one assist. Um, I think it's always a way of the front three at the moment is two play really well. There's always an odd one out, and unfortunately yeah. it was Jota today. But then other some of his other interplay was really good because he, he's heavily involved in the goal. But he's I'll not tell you what, the, like... the goal that was the offside goal, the one that oh. we scored that was offside. What a goal that would have been! I and I know he was offside. I know he was offside. Miles off, miles off. But, but it would have been. I mean, the, we can flick it the other way. That that I mean, he was freaking three three yards off. So I was right. I know, yeah. That Danny Ings finish. And, and I'll be honest, oh, Ali, Ali, yeah. doesn't, Ali doesn't know that's offside either. He, no. That is an absolute no. bullet. But you could, you could tell that one at the very end because Ings just flicked it up, let it bounce, and whack. Yeah. You know, but that one where um, Emmy Martinez comes balling out and Diaz just flicks it to the side, that was just that was just an outstanding goal. I wish he was onside for that. I really, really – that was just a proper goal, that was. But yeah. I mean, we get it to one to one one. It's halftime at one one. What were you expecting? Halftime? Um, were you expecting changes or I wasn't expecting changes because Klopp doesn't tend to do halftime changes. And also, I think he, if Fabinho had played the full first half, and it was still one one, you might have seen a change then. But I think because you've already got the one sub, it's like uh, it's like the Rafa saying is. Uh, you don't want to throw another one too because you, you're almost like you, you're throwing your mortgage out too quickly, as in like mm-hmm. you really limit your options. And I do think that's why the last 10 minutes sometimes felt like a bit of a grind because Klopp loves that sub in the last 10, 15 minutes. And it's normally yeah. 
he would have loved for the last 10 minutes to throw Fabinho on. Uh, sorry, a Firmino on. Or yeah. a James Milner. Milner just to kick people and, and break up play. Or Firmino just to do what he does, which is hold play up, almost be an extra midfielder and just pick passes out to Mo. So that hamstrung us a little bit. So I think I just want to see a bit more intensity. And to be fair to Liverpool, the opening 15, we, pl- we played an awful lot better. Interplay was better. The only concern I said to you in the opening 15 was on the break, Villa looked really good. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think we saw one thing with Coutinho where he, he megs Van Dijk, but he sees what happens with all fours. They make Van Dijk and then they fall over because they're like, oh shit, I've got past them and I think they panic. Uh, yeah, I, I honestly think that Danny Ings tonight led the line really well. He was timing and, his him, runs really well. Him and Watkins. One thing Watkins did, Van Dijk and Matip never had an easy header. They had to work and you yeah. know, they handled it. I actually thought they handled him well. But I just said to you, when he went off injured, I was like, he was the biggest nuisance. He's one of the biggest nuisances going off the pitch. Yeah. I think that took a little bit away from Danny Ings then, because I think that allowed Danny Ings to, you know, get involved in the game more. But uh, the someone in the kicks. chat there, so sorry, someone in the chat there was asking about Naby. Did he see any forward passes from Naby in the sec in in the opponents in Villa's half of the pitch? And I just it piqued my interest, so I just went and had a quick check. Naby's passing today was 36 out of 44 completed, okay? What Naby did tonight really well was carry the ball forward. He is a six, six out of eight dribbles completed. He he carried the ball fr- in, through the lines and into midfield. I was I was quietly impressed with how Naby played once Henderson came on. Mm-hmm. I thought he was he was much better. He got all of his tackles. He won th- uh, nine of his twelve ground duels. The only thing he was beaten in the air for every every aerial challenge. He's only, he made he's only two foot, shots as well. He's only about five foot five though, isn't he? Exactly, yeah. yeah. And then, but it was yeah. just I think he just had one of those games, you know. It was um it it was almost like I mean for me the the midfield was the the Fabinho midfield and the Henderson midfield. Hmm. It was two different games, but make no mistake, once we went two one up, Villa threw hammer and tongs at it and they really went for it. And yeah. If they'd have got something out of it, we wouldn't be arguing, genuinely, because it was well, one of those games that if they'd have, if they'd have got a second goal, I wouldn't have been complaining too hard. I really wouldn't, yeah. because Allison worked tonight. He did he made some great saves. He, that one-on-one saves with Danny Ings when he allowed Ings to take the touch into him, and then he sprung. He held his position. He waited and waited and waited. And then when Ings took the touch, he sprung, and he was—he like, was just like a leopard. He was straight out there and bang, smothered it, one on one. Man, that guy is insane. And the, and the is save insane. and the save from Ings at the angle, where yeah. what he didn't probably do for the first goal was he palmed it, but he palmed it high and wide. So um, I think it's Triori coming in or. Um, that you can I can't remember the, the Villa player. When you saw the end, you, you thought it's going to be a palm into the Villa player going. We've seen that. Yeah. We've all seen that goal. We've little scored loads like that. Mm. So the, the distance he got, he went perfect. But we had our chances. You know, Trent's first free kick was a, a decent one. It was close. Um, I do think it's the one thing Liverpool is still lacking is a consistent free kick taker from. If we have a, a free kick twenty yards from goal, twenty five yards from goal, yeah. Someone to work the keeper. Yeah, I'm not looking going. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to the deal on Spotify. It's like, well, it might work, or it might not. Or I'm always thinking, what clever free kick are we going to chip it over? Uh, that's probably the one part of. I would say that's the only thing with Coutinho. I think we haven't properly replaced is yeah. a consistent. I mean, the one I'm surprised doesn't take him is Thiago. He can take them. You know, I'm surprised. Never seen them do it. Storm Thomas there saying uh, Laura was on about it was almost as as if five cells would have been used to it. Bloody would have. Norman Stones about it. Uh, Storm Thomas there, VVD recovered well when he got nutmegged. Yeah, he did. Coutinho got that little... I don't know if it was a lucky touch, but he worked that space through. He got past Virgil, and Virgil was 
he looked up as almost disdain. Like, come here to me now, you. And he's just like three strides and he was up with him and passed it. What did you think think of Coutinho today? I was very underwhelmed. No, do you know what? He was. That was Phil. That is Phil Coutinho. He drifts in and out of games. He's capable of the brilliant. But he does drift in and out of games. He is a luxury player. And he needed the three in midfield behind him to work for him. You know, McCamba, McGinn. But I think uh, that's Douglas Luiz. But I think that's the big difference when you look at Liverpool, you look at City, you know, the luxury players don't, the luxury player isn't carried. The luxury player works their arse off. Look, people will come up with Salah, he still works his arse off. You know, he may not be in the greatest of four, as some would like, but he he runs his bollocks off. And when he came on, he ran his bollocks off. And that's what you wanted him to do. Um, So let's talk about the goal then. So Thiago comes off for Jones, who, look, I think for Jones, I think it's a good 60 for him. Again, he's only 21. It's good experience yeah. for him. But you bring on Thiago and it's his flick out to um, Diaz. It's a it's a great ball and it's a great it's a brilliant header. You know. Okay, I think the header made the cross. I thought it was a poor cross because behind him. It was behind him. It was low. It was almost a cross for a volley. I thought it was a really poor cross. I've just just to give you a update. There's a reporter here. Uh, someone tweeted a report saying, "Talk to Sadio Mane." Saying, "You just look. You're just watching your goal back over my shoulder, aren't you?" And Sadio Mane went, "Yeah, very good goal, that by the way," and then walked off. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was an outstanding header. The because that's one of those headers that you don't think. That's instinct. You know that glancing header from and and look. I thought Diaz did well to get the cross in early, but. I'm, that was a poor cross, but the cross was made outstanding by the technical ability of Sadio Mane to finish that header. It was an outstanding goal. It was absolutely brilliant, and it needed that. We deserved that because, from the time Henderson came on, there was a stat there in the second that they flashed up in the second half. From the 30th minute on, I think we had 70 percent possession. And we were dominating the ball without being over overly threatening. You know, we were limiting them to counterattacks and to, you know, breakaways and trying to hit one over the top or whatever. So we were dominating the ball. And once we got 2-1 up, it was like a flick, a, a switch flick with Villa. Gerard made changes and it was shit or burst time for them. The illusion that you know Stevie G is going to do us a favor and all that, and we're going to smack them and you know get lo- get our goal difference back. Will you go away? That's you know Steven Gerrard did the absolute best he possibly could for Aston Villa tonight. A proper professional performance by Villa, and I was you know I was not expecting anything less. But once we went two one up, uh, we said it just before we came on air. Virgil and, and Joel Matip had that calmness and reassuredness about them that I thought, as nervous as I was, I thought Villa are going to have to time a run absolutely perfectly, which they were capable of. Yeah. Or we were going to have to, or it would be a lucky deflection into someone's path. And that can always happen. I, I, I wanted the, the reassurance of, of the third goal. It just never came. But it wasn't from are looking for one. There were times in those games where I was looking to think, you know, hold the ball, look for the corners, you know, mm. kill the game off. And it wasn't until it got to about the last five minutes that that started. You know, we, yeah. killed, we killed the game. And I think we managed the last, you know, the John Moss injury time, the four minutes plus the extra two minutes oh, that he he's, gave. He's fucking useless. I was worried about Nabby. Because I know Nabi, it looked like he got one in the uh, short and curlies. But I honestly looked at that and I thought, I wonder if he slipped there. And he, he I thought he looked like he'd uh, tweaked the groin or something. Well, hopefully it's it, a tweak, tweak as that's in what, you've got four days, which means that he'll probably Yeah, find that's it. what it looked like to me. I know it's, it, the, you know, what they were portraying on camera or on Sky was that he, um, he took one in the short and curlies. I don't think it was. I think uh, he... I think Neil, he's, he might have tweaked the, tweaked the groin. Well, Neil Jones is reporting, 
uh, on Fabinho injury, he felt something, which is a big blow for us. I don't know. Hopefully, not as bad as, but we don't know yet. Yeah, so that's again, going to be that's going to be a scan. He's definitely going to miss the cup final, and until we know this, until we get the scan, this guesswork, and nobody knows. Mm-hmm. Well, so Chris Golding there, he got a proper knee in the nuts. Right? Yeah, look, that's what I mean. It, it, it could, it could just be. It could have been something like that. I was, I look, all us, all those gents have, have had, at some point had a a whack, and yeah. a, a whack down there. That's, I'll be honest. That's one of those ones. The thirty seconds later, you feel like, it later. Is it going to hurt? Is it going to hurt? Yep, yeah. it's going to hurt. Yep. So that's I did wonder, yeah, but that was also, you know, because. But the interesting thing about it was um, Klopp wouldn't send the physical the second time round. No, you stay there. Yeah. Get so, up. Yeah. The so. way he went, get up, and Naby just sort of he bounced up quite quickly. So yeah. it's a bit like. We're not doing that game. Hopefully, because, it's something nothing. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, da, 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 da. There you go. So more clock. Uh, he felt a muscle, not too much. He's quite positive, but I'm not sure what to make of it. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, the only thing I would, the only thing I would say about Fabinho and you, you and me both confident yeah. when we were chatting to each other is he didn't go straight down the tunnel, and he wasn't sat there with like ice packs on his hamstrings and you know treated because. We've all seen when someone gets a hamstring injury or a proper bad one, they're you know, they're either tucked out or they're wrapped in ice as soon as they go, as, you know, as soon as they move, yeah, you know. And he was, he wasn't really so maybe, like you said, maybe he just felt the twinge and they've just maybe they're all under the instruction. Unless it's a cup final, you feel a twinge, you get you just lie, just lie down yeah. and don't, yeah. don't risk it. That's, I mean, look, that's wishful thinking. We'll, we'll see. I'll be we, amazed we'll... if he makes the weekend, yeah. Look, we'll find out soon enough. I mean, hopefully, I. I think Fab looked like he wanted to to stay on, and hopefully it's not too bad. Looked like Klopp's head f right f that get off. Yeah. You know what? Well, You're spot on, sunshine. It was yeah. um, it was one of those that I thought, yeah. But to be fair, the subs when Fabinho went off, the game changed, or we everything changed mm. around us. So maybe it was a case that you had Henderson looking on from the side, could see what needed to be done. And when he got on, he was able to engineer the midfield. And for the rest of that half, Curtis came alive. He was getting on the ball more. He was running at people, committing players. Simicast was going more on the outside. It was we looked more organized and more comfortable on the ball. So Yeah. No. So far, social media web doesn't seem to be any mention of Cater. So like I said, no. hopefully maybe it's it's probably maybe. just me. It's probably just me. But it's leaders cup final. I mean, it's what you don't want, and you know this game comes at. It's just a pain. But you know, the games are going to come when they come. I mean, Klopp did say, and he's right. We've now got Wednesday. We've now got. We're not playing till Saturday. We've got Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. We've got three days break. Chelsea have only got two because they've got Leeds tomorrow. Admittedly, Leeds are atrocious, and I don't think they'll take a lot of energy. But still, Chelsea have have to be honest in that game because if they drop points in that game, the gap. I think the gap between Arsenal is only three. Last thing Chelsea wants to do is getting dragged into one of those top four battles. They could not be asked of it. So we will see, we will see. But look, the good thing now is, mate, we we, we put the lead to, we put the lead to bed for for until next Tuesday, and let's con- we can concentrate on now. Yeah. I mean, look, I think the, the, day, the day the days of us training midweek, you know, training after games and training sessions, they've been gone for a while. You know, I yeah. don't think that we've had a train. I don't think the lads have had a training session in anger in a good few weeks now. Maybe a couple of months, and it's literally recovery. You know, day off recovery, recovery sessions, tactical sessions. You know, tweaks to set piece routines, maybe. But that's about that's about it. It's going to be a case of go and get your your cup final suits. Do they do cup final suits still? Is that still a thing? Please God, they don't walk up with white suits on again, man. You can't do the cream suits or whatever it was. That was these days. Don't, don't these days they just they all just come to the club trackies, don't they? That just you know the be... best. The beauty about this, this is going to be the first time I think. Oh, we go. The gap is one point now. Oh, ooh. But this is going to be the oh, first time I think that you're going to see Klopp and Thomas Tuchel anyway. But Jurgen Klopp leading the side out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does it. He never does it. He's always the last one out. So, for the FA Cup final, the managers lead the players out. It's you know all of that we got to look forward to on Saturday. I, I'm I'm buzzing for it now. You know, it's, yeah. I'm not really into this cup final. You know, the FA Cup. 
I I'm personally I prefer the League Cup for different reasons. You know, I I've always I've been I've been upfront and honest about that for as long as I've been around the you know on and around this podcast. I do prefer the League Cup because I like seeing the squad early in the season. Mm. Once you're in a cup final, say you just want to win it. You know, I want to be watching midday, one o'clock, whenever the build up starts. I'll be so, sat sat in my perch watching it, man. I can't wait. Looking forward to it. So to be honest, be honest, Kev though. So when it was a uh, one nil for that minute and a half, were you worried? Did you think everything had vanished? I would I would have been more worried if I was more help, worried. You're not, you're not helping the plug here, Kev. I was worried I would I'd be more worried if we were one down to Spurs than I thought would vanish. Yeah. But some like almost IP vanish. I almost an IP vanish. Oh, yeah. almost IP vanish. There we go. Shameless shameless link there shameless for us. <laughs> so our sponsors are still uh, IP vanish. Um did you know browsing online using incognito does not actually protect your privacy? That's correct. No, yeah. Without security, you're giving away all your private data. Uh, so for those who don't know by now, IP Vanish is a VPN, and it keeps you truly private and secure on the internet. So basically, all your data is 100% encrypted. So that means everything from your private data, your passwords, your search history, is kept out of prying guys. And you can use this on unlimited apps so we can use it on your foot on your phone on your computer on your tablet and you can use it on streaming devices such as your fire sticks home or when you're out and about and ip vanish are giving triple listers 70 percent off their yearly plans with 30-day money-back guarantee so basically you're getting nine months for free and these guys are rated 4.6 out of five on trust pilots so if you want to uh Pick up the offer. Go to ipvanish.com forward slash daytrippers for the exclusive offer. All details are in the description below. There we go. Have I upset, who've upset them? Oh, no. God, Vanish. Uh, no, no. <laughs> Chris Cooley uh, said, I, sh- I should be doing the IP Vanish and the car cacks and buy. So you need to go on, <laughs> you need to go on there and all right. And you need to buy IP Vanish at 70% off and you'll get a decent discount. You can't go wrong, buy. <laughs> Jesus, Kev, just say yes. Chris has set you up, set himself up. I know. You're like Mo Salah, mate. You won't pass it back to me. What's wrong with you? I'm joking. I'm joking. It's an easy joke. Sorry. Uh, but listen, mate, look, I'm made up. Made up with that. Wind's out of the way. All done. We don't, we can, We've done our bit. It's over to yeah. Villa now. Or sorry, it's over to uh, to City now. I mean, this league yeah, has... They've got Wolves tomorrow, aren't they? We've got a, again, yeah. a few injuries. I mean, so. they got they got issues, man. You know, they got a manager who's tested positive for COVID, so he ain't going to be there. They've suggestions that there may be a COVID issue in the club, but the game this league later. has a habit of kicking you in the nuts when you don't expect it, and we've done our bit. That's all we can do. We we can all we can do is keep them honest until the end of the season, and we end where we end. It's up to them now, you know. They have to go and do their jobs. If they go and do their jobs, then there's nothing we can do about the league. Exactly. You know, yeah. It's been out of our hands since the Etihad. It's been out of our hands since we drew it the Etihad, and we've done our bit ever since. Uh, quick one, Chris. How are you feeling about five players departing from the women's team? Um, it is sad to see uh, players leave. But that number of players leaving has been sort of muted um, by the manager probably for since they got promoted since promotion was guaranteed. So the players who've left, uh, most of it is contracts ended. So uh, Jade Bailey's been with the club three years. Uh, contracts ended. I forced for Jade the switch in formation to uh, five two three. You need one midfielder less, so that's unfortunate. Uh, Michaela Moore is actually a really good centre back. She's just unfortunate that Liverpool have so many centre backs she can't get a game. Uh, it's a shame because she's a really good centre back, and I've met her a few times. Lovely person as well. Uh, the big blow is Charlotte Wardlaw, who was brilliant for us as right wing, but she's on loan from Chelsea. So a loan's ended. And unfortunately, because a loan's ended, we can't, um, well, I don't know, we'll try and get her back. But the issue you've got is we all know the issue with Chelsea at the moment with their transfer policy and that yeah. affects well, we've all seen, we, We've seen that today with Rudiger confirmed more or less now to Madrid. But look, Tomorrow night is a midweek fix, right? And I'm sure tomorrow night they'll discuss all of this stuff that's happened today with transfers 
and other clubs and what have you. There's no we're 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 not gonna go into the um, Haaland stuff. We're not gonna go into Rudiger and all that kind of stuff. What was he saying? But I I think about, think about it. Nothing doesn't matter to us to be honest. We'll go in, we'll do our thing no matter what. Yeah. I mean, all we're doing this season now is every goal we score, we're just adding to our you know club record. You know, yeah. this this make no mistake for all of the people who are calling for signings and we're going to do this, that, and the other in the summer. This is a record breaking team, it's an astonishing team, and yeah. it's only going to get better for us. I don't care what anyone else does, gotta be know, honest, though, I didn't do them. Luis Diaz, though, he's got to be up there and have one of our best attacking January signings. And listen, we signed Luis Suarez in January yeah. as well. So, but it's a brilliant impact. I mean, Virgil van Dijk made a fabulous impact mm-hmm. in a different in a different way. So, yeah, we could. We, do you know in the summer's cap, we probably should do a show on that. I tell go, you what, I, th- go I our, think go that... through our Jan signings. There's there been some interesting ones. Yeah, I think Luis. I think there's so much more to come from him. Um, yeah, I don't think we've seen anything remotely close to his capabilities in front of goal. Um I he's he's a creator. I think he he's got the confidence to take players on. He he reads situations really well. But I think that you know next season we'll see the goal threat. I think he'll 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 rack up goals next season when he gets more in tune with Klopp and the tactics and the way we're going to evolve this team. You know, but as of tonight, look, massive three points away from home. Villa were very good tonight. I was very they impressed. Were. I was very impressed with how aggressive they were. Like I said, John Moss let an awful lot go. Thankfully, no serious injuries other than Fabinho, which I don't think was an impact one. I so don't think. that's just one of those things. But well, I think Klopp's quite said he well, Klopp's quite said he felt something, so we know it's not. Yeah, so we know it's not impact. Yeah, David there saying Curtis was fantastic today and Naby should have went instead for some I don't I know I don't agree with that. I, I think, think it, Curtis was good. I think Naby gives you something that Curtis doesn't is if we needed to go in midfield to a two-man midfield at any point, I think Klopp would have trusted Naby and Hendo to play that two-man midfield if he had to make an attacking substitution. I think that's why he went with uh, Curtis yeah. coming off over Naby. There's quite a few asking that's... in the chat, Kev, so we'll have to we'll have to address it. Uh, we, I know we have we have similar views on this. Curtis Jones, mm. the absolute shit he's taking at the moment online. Yeah. From listen, I'm not saying and look, you yeah. can do what you you can do what you want. So, you know, you're not going to sum that off the internet. Um, if you don't rate a player, you don't rate a player, but. There just seems to be this constant need that someone has to be blamed for everything. Someone has to be the shit player that everyone hates on. And it's Jones. You know, Henderson had, had it for years. It's yeah. died off a little bit. Before that, you know, we've had other players like you know Danny Murphy or whoever you want to pick. They get blamed. I remember with Nico Williams. And Nico look Williams. At, look at what look happened. happened. Yeah. Look what happened with the kid. You know. I it, thought he's my only criticism of Curtis Jones today, and I knew we would talk about it. So it's, there's no secrets here. Is yeah. I feel at times he's been a bit too safe, but then I, I besides wonder, is he playing under instruction? Now I'm not saying he's he's not Gino Ronaldo, but to do what G, the Gino role, which was your job, is just to recycle, recycle it, the ball, keep it going, keep it going, keep it going, and we get it out. So we get it out to the front three when we do, but your job is just to keep it going. Um, I don't know. I just don't know what people expect. He's 21, you know. Yeah. Not every 21 year old is turns out to be full forward, and also. He, he may never be a regular star for Liverpool. He may just be a very, very good squad option. You know, yeah. give you an example, Nicky Butt. He never gets into any Man United all-time 11s. But you ask Ferguson, you ask Keane, you know, he was crucial for them, but he just got dropped in in certain games, did his job and got and then got took out. Yeah. You the know. amount of times you hear Gary Neville talk about Partey's son. Yeah, yeah. They were, you know, not Rooney, Tevez, Ronaldo. They're talking about Jason Park. Exactly. You know, it's it's you you can't you can't have a squad of twenty five players with twenty five superstars, that doesn't work, and we've seen it throughout this season. The reason we have the league cup in the bag already is Taki Minamino and Divock Origi, Curtis Jones. Those players are the reason why we have one one cup in the bag already. You know, um, it's one um, of those. Look, there's going to be there's going to be players that people like and players that people don't. I get that, but. 
he did his job. He did okay tonight. He wasn't outstanding. He wasn't muck. We've seen muck. He wasn't yeah. either. He was all right. I mean, at the end of the day, at the moment, and I know he's come back from an injury, but he's keeping he's keeping Harvey Elliott out of the squad. And look, we all know how talented Harvey Elliott is. Yeah. Harvey Elliott's getting nowhere near the squad, and we know he's fit. Yeah. So again, he's a, he's a youngster who's learning. He you was know, on I, the bench for the Champions League. I think so. Yeah, but I think that's good. Yeah. I think it's because you have a bigger bench. You have you? the extra space. Yeah, you which can... I think is what which I was getting. At. I mean, look, he's getting in ahead of Chamberlain. I mean, I think that the writings of the wall for poor Alex. Box, I think yeah. he, I think he's I think he's gone in the summer. Yeah, um, I think Alex Oxford Chamberlain has fallen into the same issues that Adam Lallana had. A very good player, but the team has injured. evolved while Bastard. he was while he was he was he was he wasn't available. Wasn't available, yeah. and when we needed him, he wasn't there. It's not his mm. fault. His body let him down at the wrong time. Yeah, and I think he'll go away to a, a club in the middle of the table, and he will, and do, he will do an absolutely brilliant job for someone at Southampton, a Brighton, a West Ham. Maybe uh, mm. there's going to be sides out there, and Aston Villa, who will look at an Alex Oxley Chamberlain, and he will do well somewhere. And best exactly. of the good, I think we, I think sometimes as a fan, we need to get away from this. Every player is shit. Because sometimes you go, maybe not quite the level we want for Liverpool. Doesn't mean a player is shit, you know, because they're still going to end up playing for. I expect, I, I see Chamberlain play for a Europa League title. I think West Ham is actually probably a really good shout for him. I think that suits him, you know, because I think he, I think he's what, I think it's what they need. They need more goals from midfield, and I think if you keep Chamberlain fit, that's what he's good for. Yeah. So, but you know, look. Here, here we are. I mean, so, if you were going to be picking tonight, who's who would be your? I would say man of the match. But who's your man of the match and who's your honourable mention? Probably got to give it man of the match. Sky gave it to Sadio, and look, I can't really argue against giving it to Sadio because he, he scored the winner, and he's just I just can't help but love Sadio. The honourable mentions were I say Henderson. Uh, I thought Henderson did really well when he came on, calmed things down, and I would actually say. Um, why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Trent, Matip, and Van Dijk, I thought, all did well in the last half an hour defensively, which I think yeah. is when he got, got stuff. Costas, I thought, was good going forward. I think you see the difference why Costas doesn't play as regularly as I still think defensively he's got areas to improve. But look, all players have that. That's yeah. why he's the backup left-back and not the main left-back. But as a fill-in left-back, can't argue. So no. I think there was... Oh, someone said Ali... Yeah, Chris Goulding in the chat. Allison, yeah, chat. I Allison was great tonight. Um, Allison's getting I, that band. I think Allison's getting that Van Dyke territory where yeah, he's brilliant, but he's always brilliant. So you don't mention it. Yeah, <laughs> you, you know, I'm doing a disservice. Uh, I thought Virgil was good. I thought was good. His distribution was good tonight. Uh, I thought Joel Matip was brilliant. You know what I mean? I runs. love Joel Matip. I love his mazy runs, and I keep saying. It's going to cost us. It's going to cost us. It, it's, but how many goals has he created, and how many chances has he created by being the extra man, by making that kind of a run that draws players, that creates space? Um, I, I'd actually give Sadio, I'd, I'd give Sadio, Sadio the honourable mention because, he, and he was excellent. But I think Joe Matip for me was man, man of the match tonight. I, but again, goal, this is, aside this... from the goal, it was, I just thought. He was really, really good. I, I, I love his performances anyway, but I was really impressed as, as a number. I listen. You hope Liverpool can sort him, Salah, and his contract out because I think him as a number nine. That's his. That's his position. That is, gets yeah. the best out of him. Yeah. I think. But also, I think he gets the best out of Diaz and Mo as well. I think it it, it fits them perfectly. Unfortunately, at the moment, the off one out a little bit is Jota. But look, I think a lot's been said about Jota. Probably a bit too much. Is the lad still the second highest goal scorer in the team? And we've always argued for ages. We need something different. He's yeah, just something different. I think Diogo Jota is going to be one of those streaky goal scorers. Yeah, 
Now, when he gets on a run, he you just ride that until until the run ends, because I think he's gonna get. He's going to get streaks of games, 10, 20 games in the season where he's just going to go bang, 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 bang. Yeah. And MC13, Thiago was a, was a good start. Thiago, he was, yeah, he was okay. A, um, he Thiago coming into games like that, people expect him to be able to get his foot on the ball and just hold possession, what have you, but he doesn't. What he does is he'll take the risk of trying to get a third while ensuring you're safe enough. Yeah. You know, I think the defensive think... side of his game, plus he, he will take that risky pass. I mean, we'll talk about the, the eight draws we've had this year. In quite a lot of those draws, Thiago, a lot of those draws, Thiago hasn't played. And I think maybe that's what we've missed is the last half hour to throw him on in certain games. Mm. Just to kill a game. Cause that's what, he's very good at doing that in, a, in an understated way. He's also very good now at not giving his fouls away or not getting caught. For, am, to be fair. Why am I seeing that name being chucked into the chat a few times now? What are, what are you guys chatting about? Revise Everton and Man United strike force. Brett Angel and Terry Gibson. What's all that about? What's going on? There's definitely something you guys are chatting about in there, and I've just seen Brett Angel's name chatted up there a couple of times tonight. Oh, weird! Okay. I know, I know. They don't, they don't, they don't tell us what they're chatting about, do they? No, they just rub it on and go in different directions and what have you. Ben Fanigan there. Thiago plays better with both feet than most of the league plays with one. Yeah, he, he's he's a nuts player, isn't he? He's uh, he done that again tonight, not with the no look pass, but he looks one way and he just slips someone in and it nearly worked from Mo nearly had a goal when he first came on. You know, if it wasn't just for <laughs> <laughs> teachers' yeah. courses. If it wasn't for a heavy touch with Salah, yeah. um the only thing he was... does, which is brilliant, but it's a, it's sometimes randomly annoying for me, is he just does a random step over when he gets the ball for no reason. Just gets the ball and just does just a step over and still goes yeah. the same direction. He just like throws it in for the fun of it. But uh, he's great to watch. I mean, look, we're not going to keep you guys too much longer. I mean, we, we all got work to get to in the morning. Yeah, we've got work to get to. So, uh, no midweek fixed. Midweek fixed tomorrow. So keep an eye on Twitter. Uh, I actually know who the lineup is uh, for no midweek. Uh, Thursday, we're having. Th- oh, Thursday. Um, we're having a nice off, but keep your eyes peeled because there should be a women's show coming out on Thursday. So, uh, myself. Uh, Neil Atkinson and Philip Smallwood did a review of how the, how the league went. Really, you know, it was a bit of a bit of a loving of how how great Liverpool women were, and talking about plans for the WSL. This is before we heard the players who've recently been released. So, give it a watch. You know, give it a, a share, and you know, please, you know, leave your comments because you know the only way I can improve the show, I can improve the women's show for next year. Is you let me know what what you, what you want to add to it. The Friday, it's me and you, Kev, because uh, Luke's. Abandoned us because yeah, to- Luke, Luke has gone off to have a social life. He's going to Bellator on on um at the, on the weekend. The lucky swing. We should probably try and find a guest, shouldn't we? Yeah, because we uh, we'll try, we'll see if we can sort something out. Um, talk about there has been Daniel McCarthy asking why was Salah so angry coming on, shaking his head. He didn't. He didn't look happy. I didn't notice. Didn't to be honest, he didn't look happy. Think- he didn't look happy that I think that Thiago came on before him. But I mean, he's a player who wants to play. So, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not I worried about Mo. I mean, I the, the thing is, so, someone was saying that Saturday we five games in eighteen days on the back of a massively intense April and May. You can't play every game, and with the best mm. will in the world, you have to protect players from themselves at some point. Oh yeah, do you know what and. They're talking uh, about Raul Jimenez appreciation show after tomorrow's result. Hopefully. Well, we might do, yeah. Uh, Northland Derby, where is it? Is it Arsenal? Oh, is that Spurs? It's Thursday night. I'm really looking forward to it. I think... Is it at, is it at Arsenal? It's at, it's at Spurs. It's at Spurs. Um, do you know what? If I was Arsenal, I would literally turn around... And say to you know, I would I would do to Tottenham what Tottenham do to everyone else. Here, have the ball, which I thought I like to do. Yeah, and Arsenal are well capable of sitting, but they've done it to us. You know, they they could they could quite comfortably sit back in two banks of four and play on the break. I just say here, have the ball. You come and break I'm, us down. I'm going for it's a two just, two. It's it, yeah, I I I think it'll be a draw. The normally high scoring games. Yeah, 
They are normally high-scoring games. Well, no, that's why I like watching them because they're normally mad games. Yeah, normally. Laura's spot on. Laura's saying that Spurs do not like having the ball. But give them the ball. Spurs yeah. have to win. Do you know what I mean? They have to win. Because Spurs don't win. Arsenal only need one win from the last two yeah. games. They get the, we got a draw against Liverpool trophy at the end of 38 games. And don't forget, they got, no? points, of, they got points of City as well, which they're very happy oh, about. Yeah, they're very pleased about that. But, but Spurs is... I mean, look, a lot got upset with Klopp's comments, but he had a point in terms of that style of thought. It does work against top six sides because top like Liverpool, City, United, Arsenal, they want the ball more. So it, yeah. it works for counter-attacking. But when you play sides below that, you say, oh, we're not going to, we're not going to, we're going to leave you the ball. The likes of Brighton and that's going right? We saw with Brentford. Brentford went, oh, yeah. give me the ball back. And they struggled. And I think that's yeah. the evolution they're going to, they're going to struggle. I'm just seeing who, top, who Arsenal's next goal. They've got Everton on the last game of the season, which, you know. I think Everton will be safe by then. Um, oh, they've got, think... Newcastle, they've got Newcastle away. Yeah, I couldn't, believe how, I couldn't believe how bad Newcastle were. I mean, they were bad against us, but I couldn't believe how poor they were against City, where they literally just folded. Their heads, mm. they, they just gave up. And you know, Tottenham's it, games are, remaining games are Burnley at home. They should, I think Burnley might have be. hit a wall. But and the last game of the season, Tottenham are. I'm just trying to find them actually. Yeah, the last game of the season, Tottenham. Oh, away at Norwich. So Tottenham. You've got to think Tottenham got six. So this basically, I, I think for Arsenal, they got a draw. Tottenham. Yeah, I think they're. I think a draw in Arsenal are home and holes into fourth. Which is a big. Chelsea which, don't want to get season. drawn into that conversation. But no. Um, this is where I think. Spurs will really regret that Hoiberg miss against us at the at the at the death. Because I think, I think... Also, but that you also seen the the the, uh, the issue they had was it Brentford and Norris didn't they? I don't think they even had a shot on target, did they? Yeah, and that's what hurt him. So no, it'll. I mean, it's a great it's a great week of football now. You've got City tomorrow night. We're going to be watching that. We'll all be glued to it. Nobody's you know Thursday night North London derby, great game. Friday night, also. Friday night, you're coming in for us with us where we're going to review the cup, the cup, and try to pick a an eleven to go through that. And I don't think that. I think now with the Fabinho, that makes it probably a bit easier. Look, go home, go away, go away, go away to bed. Go, <laughs> go on, that's spoken. Yeah, go away to bed and enjoy the win. Go and have a beer and enjoy yourselves. We'll go no, Cheers for watching and keep your eyes peeled. There'll be more of us uh, in the next couple of days. See you later. Cheers, guys. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.